Robots Radio presents Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. I'm not usually a hat fan, but wow. Maybe like the bear and dagger. I'm really sipping on that dumb bitch juice today. And, um... <laughs> yeah, I am. But you know what? Someday I just might grow out of that. But you, you will never stop being a jerk. All chocolate cakes are good. You're a fascist. It's hideous. It's horrible. It's home. Angry white boy, let's go! Hello, and welcome to Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. The podcast, which seems problematic at first, continues to be problematic, and then right at the end, saves itself. That's Simone the Rue. And that's Chad Echowitz with... What a beautiful introduction, Chad. Look, I am a aficionado of rom-coms now. Uh, this podcast has made me that way. And I feel like you are too, to be fair. I think we're both very au fait with the rom-com genre now, unfortunately. I, I, I think so. I think we get all the references these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And it is honestly quite baffling how many rom-coms are centered around very problematic couples and things. It's it's quite astounding, really. I mean, I guess it's not interesting if it's like, oh, they met and they were very healthy and they communicated and they fell in love and it worked (laughs) out great. You see, I don't know, like you do get the very rare occasion where a rom-com is like that, but then the conflict comes in with one of them is dying, which is just like a stone cold bummer. Then it's not a rom-com at all, actually, (laughs) is it? Well, you've got like things like The Big Sick with uh, Kamal Nanjiani, which is just like a stone cold bummer, but it is, you know... Kumail, and he is just hilarious in it. Um, no thanks. But yeah, like it's you either get the problematic couple who just, on all accounts, should not yeah. be together, or one of them is dying, or one of them, Cancer. yeah, yeah, one of them right. gets in a car crash, or I mean, there okay. was that one. What's that one with um, our boys, uh, J Lo and uh, and um, Ben Affleck with the daughter, and she dies in childbirth, and then raising Julie, uh, ra- raising Julia, something like that. God, you've watched some rough stuff. Oh, I have not seen any of these. Oh man, it's it gets dark. It gets dark on the B side of <laughs> of rom coms. My 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 word. Um, what is your favorite rom com? Just out of interest. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. If I'm going off the top of my head, I thought um, what was it? Just Friends was pretty fun mm-hmm. with Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Mm, I thought was that cute. was a pretty classic. Yeah, that was cute. Classic rom com. Um. Yeah, I, uh, something with Sandy B. Maybe the proposal <laughs> that was fun. The Blind Side. It's the best rom com of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think About Time counts as a rom com. So, ooh, that's because that's what I was gonna say. That was my favorite rom com. Would be About Time. So, so tell me then. Like, let's let's get into a very intellectual discussion about why About Time is oh. not a rom com. I guess it technically is, like, a a comedy, but it also just asks, like, big existential questions (laughs) about, like, what we do with the time given to Mm -hmm. us and stuff. And it has a very stable romantic couple, actually. They Mm -hmm. experience very little conflict. I guess technically it's a rom-com. I just wouldn't lump it in with, like, the same category as She's All That. You know what I mean? I totally, totally agree with you, and maybe that's why it's... You see, so so does that mean, by definition, a rom-com has to be a problematic couple? Like... Any good couple, like, that's just, like, a comedy movie. It's no longer a romantic comedy. <laughs> and isn't that a problem in itself with our society? That romance has to be problematic for it to be romance? These are these are the big questions. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure smarter minds than ours have dissected 
this at length. <laughs> I disagree. I think you and I are the smartest minds who have ever dissected this right at the oh, top of our of our very goodness. small show. I would say, you know, I'm I'm willing to put our our sort of you know uh, hat on the table in 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 terms of this and say, you know what, we're we're at the forefront of romantic comedy uh, theories and <laughs> academics. Mm. I would say we're we're right there. We're right there. Yo, right there. This moment, there is a postdoc angrily <laughs> writing an email. <laughs> Do it. Come for us. I'll fight you. I'll I'll take my shirt off straight away. Um, you know that, oh, that's then you'll fall in how, love. Then that's, that's that's how it works. You take your shirt off. You fall in love. <laughs> and speaking of falling in love. Uh, what movies are we doing this week? I know it was very tenuous, but hey, kind of works, I guess. We are doing some of Netflix's more recent releases. Uh, so we are doing He's All That, the She's All That sequel, remake. Um, and we are <laughs> doing Good on Paper. Yes, yes. Oh boy, yes we are. I mean, I wouldn't call He's All That a sequel purely on the basis that, you know, they don't, they, they, they clearly don't fall within the same universe necessarily i think we'll we'll talk about the multiverse theory um when we get to it yeah. but but uh, yeah we, okay. we i don't think they are sequels necessarily but let's decide who okay. goes first what are you drinking today i am having a mimosa Ooh, fancy all right yes i do feel quite fancy actually What's the occasion? Are you divorcing this afternoon? Or are you going polo? Rudy and some of our friends went for like a 100k cycle this morning and it was like crazy hot. So we planned to all like do a big breakfast, like a big mm-hmm. fry up afterwards uh, with mimosas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they arrived and everyone was like, I'm fucking tired. I'm going to go home. And we were like, fair enough. So I had all this <laughs> leftover champagne and orange juice and I was like, mm, oh no, guess I'll just have to. You're getting the best of kind of both worlds here. You don't have to go cycling. And you get the rewards from not having to go cycling. Exactly. I did go for a long run mm-hmm. while they were out cycling, but um, yeah, their cycle took significantly longer. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, how long did you run? What What was your distance? I ran like an hour and 15 Damn. minutes and they were cycling, I think for like four or yeah. five hours. Yeah. So do you, do you sort of judge your, your running by, by time or do you run it by, by kilometers and stuff? Like how, how, when you set out in the I, day, you just um, go like... I'm going to be running for an hour and a half today, or do you just go, I'm doing No, I usually have a route that I want to do, and I vaguely know how long the routes are, and then if I'm on it, I'll extend it if I'm feeling good. Like, I'll be like, okay, I'll actually turn around at this point, or I'll turn around at this point, or whatever. Um, But yeah, running is really just a way for me to read audiobooks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel you. (laughs) So it's not ever something that I'm, like, actively trying to improve, Uh but, you know, I've been running long enough that I have gotten pretty good at it (laughs) see i love running in the uk because the only usually the only other people on the roads with you are like very old people and they're always so encouraging they're absolutely wonderful the amount of times you're running past an old couple and they're like oh keep going keep going and you're just like this is the motivation that i need always it's it's honestly one of the best things ever yeah yeah so so can i tell you recently i was on a run and Mm. i had this guy pull up next to me on his bicycle uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, hi, sorry. I think I saw you running the other day. So already I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my fuck? God. Okay. And then he's like, you have such a beautiful stride. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I okay. don't know what to do with that. Thank you so much. And then he just cycled off. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to really perplex someone. What an odd compliment. Like, a great compliment, yes. nonetheless, but... Damn, are you, you're a horse, apparently, with your beautiful stride. 
That's great. I, I, I always feel like just some lumbering, sweaty ball mm-hmm. of clay when I run. So that was it was nice to know that apparently I don't look like one. No, you're an elegant gazelle running through the just mist. A little spring buck. Yeah. Just... <laughs> that's great. I, oh, that's so fantastic. Oh, goodness me. Okay, uh, so you're drinking a mimosa. Yes, what are you having? I've got whiskey today. I've got a Shivas 12-year, but I'm drinking it. So we went to the Roman baths, because I don't know how much uh-huh. of the history of Bath you know, but essentially the town of Bath was built on the Roman baths because it was like the healing right. waters. And, right, and right, so right. we went to the Roman baths, and I got this adorable little cup because oh, more of a like, goblet, really. I know it's it's a gorgeous little goblet, and this is this little face, this little gorgony kind of guy is on like so. Bath had a temple, and this little guy was on sort of the the um, forefront, the the right. vestibule of the, ta- uh, of the of the of the of the temple there. And so we bought this mug, and I just think it's just perfect. It's it's a great little yeah. goblet for for drinking with. So I think this is just now yeah. going to be my drinking goblet. I love this for you. Yeah, it's a great little life that I'm living. I think I'm going to get a sword. I'm going to grow out my hair. I'm going to go live in the woods and kill orcs it's gonna be great i i i think that's fantastic i mean who needs to be a lawyer anyway exactly exactly i can live off the land that'll be that'll be more than enough i cannot imagine you living off the land chad i've got to say the moment you had to bathe in like a cold river or something you'd be out yeah, no, that that would be me. I need hot water. I mean, we when we went to uh, Rocking the Daisies years ago now, do you remember? And it was fucking awful. And that was like a four-day in a tent situation. And I Mm-mm. hated it. I hated it. It was awful from start to finish. Yeah, because it was one of those things where we didn't, we were too stubborn to stand in line for mm-hmm. hours to shower, yeah. but we also hated being dirty. I think I had like a bunch of wet wipes yeah. with me, and at one point we all took turns like pouring water <laughs> over each other's heads so we could like shampoo our hair a little bit. That's so great. Yeah, no, it's... It, um, uh, And that yeah. was... It was the best shower of my life when I got back. Oh my gosh, it was insane. Like getting back home into a house... It was, it was oh. so good. It was so, so good. Yeah. And so I've said, like, I mean, you know, most people here in the UK love camping. They're all about it. And I've said to Georgia, the only time I will camp is in summer. And I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how you, you mean know. all two seconds of it. Yeah. Just be out there for a day and be like, yeah, this was, uh, this was <laughs> a thing that we did. So I am fine with that. <laughs> but then when will you have time to spend on your allotment? <laughs> To be fair, you can go to your allotment for like an hour and then come back. It's just for vegetable growing. You don't have to camp there, Simone. Come on. <laughs> you should know more about English fe- uh, festivities and, and proclivities. I'm I'm disappointed in, in your lack of knowledge of allotments. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forget. It's rain or shine. You've got to be in there weeding your allotment, making sure the pH levels are correct. How else are my asparagus going to grow? Come on. Fair. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (sighs) It's fine. Let me clear my palate with telling you about he's he's all that, shall I? Yes, please do. I will. I did. I don't know about you, but I did watch She's All That in preparation for this movie. I did. I did. I did. I definitely think it definitely colors the situation a lot more. It makes it a lot it makes it a lot more of an enjoyable movie having watched She's mm. All That beforehand. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm glad I did. Yeah. So you've got Paget Sawyer, played by Addison Ray. She is an extremely popular high school student and influencer. She represents a very lucrative makeup company and is now starting to rake in some decent money. But by all these pretenses, she doesn't need the money as she exudes this lavish lifestyle. She also has the perfect boyfriend, Jordan Fundrainen, played by Peyton Mayer, who is a rising hip-hop star. 
On the outside, her life looks absolutely perfect. Unfortunately, this is not the reality of the situation. She is, in fact, from a poor family and lives in her single mother, uh, lives with her single mother, Anna, played by Rachel Lee Cook, who is a nurse who is working her ass off so that Paget can go to this super rich school and live a better life. Paget is just putting up this front so that all of her rich friends will stay friends with her. Her two besties in this situation are Quinn and Alden, played by Myra Molly and Madison Peters, respectively. One day, Paget decides to go and visit Jordan on the set of his new music video. She asks Alden to livestream their meeting, as it will be good for both of their profiles. As Paget walks in, she sees Jordan cheating on her. Devastated, Paget freaks out and, unfortunately, Alden continues to film the whole thing. The crying, snotty mess that Paget becomes goes viral and her sponsors drop her. A day or two later, Paget returns to school and she is furious. She proclaims that Quinn and Alden, uh, she proclaims to Quinn and Alden that she made Jordan who he is, and he wouldn't be half as famous as he was if it wasn't for her. So Alden makes her a bet. Alden bets her that it would be impossible for Paget to turn the biggest loser in their school into one of the popular kids. Paget, of course, accepts. Alden scours the school for the biggest loser and finds Cameron Queller, played by Tanner Buchanan. Cameron is this alternative loner uh, who hates everyone and everything popular except for his camera, his best friend Nisha, played by Annie Jacob, his sister Bryn, played by Isabella Crevetti, and Kung Fu movies. This seems like it's going to be a real challenge for Paget, but unsurprisingly, it's actually super easy. While Cameron is a little apprehensive at first with Paget, uh, now, show, uh, now showing up in, uh, in his life out of nowhere, they actually get pretty close very quickly. In the meantime, Alden double-crosses Paget and starts dating Jordan and also runs for Homecoming Queen, something that Paget had pretty much got in the bag. As this all happens, uh, Cameron and Paget get closer together, Alden and Jordan kind of try and screw over Paget, but it doesn't work. That is until uh, one fateful day when Alden reveals to Cameron that the whole time hmm. Paget has been playing him, that there was a bet and he freaks out. Everything seems very upset. Everyone's pissed off with each other. Each other. Paget realizes that she made the mistake, that she actually really likes this guy, and it was a problem. Uh, at the big homecoming dance, uh, it works out that Jordan and Paget are at homecoming king and queen. Uh, Paget gets up and she makes this really beautiful speech about how she was made a mistake and that all this sort of like influencer lifestyle is absolute rubbish and that she was in fact, uh, this is who she really is and she shows like an innocent natural pictures of her including the snotty mess she was on the day that uh, Jordan cheated on her and she's like, oh, I made a mistake but hopefully I haven't lost the one thing in my life that is good and that's Cameron. Cameron shows up literally on a white horse at the end of the night, confesses his love, and says that she hasn't lost him. They kiss and move into the into the into the dying light to the sounds of is it the cranberries? Kiss me. I want to say it's the cranberries. It, it it's sixpence none the richer. Ah, sixpence none the richer's. Kiss me. The end. The end. What is your cliffhanger? So it has to be this one. <laughs> Okay, enough pictures for you. I mean, no one's gonna see them anyways. I have a better idea. Come on. Oh, photo booth, seriously? <laughs> Come on, I wanna see your duck face. Oh. Now, show me what you got. Come on, you're not supposed to look at me, you're supposed to pose. Sorry, I guess I'm just, you know, mesmerized by watching you disfigure yourself. So you're repulsed. Oh, totally. But it must be so hard to make yourself look terrible when you're naturally so. You know. What? Beautiful. All right, everyone, 
let's gather by the big cake to sing Alden happy birthday. You know what? This movie is actually fucking cute. Okay. It's, and I think it's pretty yeah, cute. The scene kind of like explains why it is just unbelievably cute from start to finish. Um, yeah, like I, th- I think this film does a really good job of continuing the legacy of she's all that mm. like it very much modernizes modernizes everything for like a modern high school like it's not so surprising that Padgett and Cameron get to chat they're not like kind of weird about it there's no sort of like yeah. weird social hierarchies where like no one talks to each other and yeah. it's like a weird thing like then there's sort of like the gay couple which is lovely as well and yeah like it's just a really good modern retelling of the story yeah I thought it was I thought it was pretty sweet I was also I was very skeptical about Cameron's makeover like I was like ah he's kind of cute and scruffy but I don't really see how he could get much hotter and then she gives him a haircut and I was like okay (laughs) yeah I'm into it now so wait so you're saying like what what did you not like him before the makeover you were just like "Eh, he's all right yeah I was like he's not that cute though like I even like bare bones I was like I don't really see it Mm. but you know that's the power of makeup, I guess. <laughs> to be fair, I just keep thinking that he looks a lot like John Travolta. Like, he's got the John Travolta mouth. And it really... No. It, it distracted me quite a lot. I promise you, he's got a John Travolta I mouth. did not see that at all. Oh, I, I found it highly distracting. Look, don't get me wrong. Gorgeous young man. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely gorgeous guy. But yeah, just John Travolta mouth. Yeah, but like, honestly, like, I think, I think this movie just like the whole way through is just very cute. I think what you say there is quite the difference maybe between she's all that and he's all that because in she's all that what's her name who is the mom laney this one laney who is uh, oh rachel lee rachel, cook rachel lee cook is actually objectively stunning throughout the movie even when she's like you know quote unquote yeah, the nerd she's beautiful she's like you, like her skin is flawless she's stunning it's very much like um uh, what's her name from um princess diaries uh Anne Anne hathaway, hathaway. Yeah, it's like, it's very clear that this person is is insanely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, whereas this one, like, there is a genuine transformation. You know, yeah. he's he's all right looking beforehand, but after the makeover, he's like, oh, hello. Hello. Yeah, you can kind of get it. Like, when mm-hmm. he walks into the party and all the girls are checking out, I was like, I would too. Give him a, a nice <laughs> w- up-down. <laughs> nice up down. That's a really interesting way of putting it. I like that. I, I didn't. I didn't love it. You would. You would compliment his stride <laughs> if he walked in. Wow, your your gait is just so flowy and natural, <laughs> like a gazelle through the bush. Um, mm. So yeah, I also like... love the implication that um, you can get really good at self defense and fighting by watching enough kung fu movies. <laughs> well, we learned that as well from um, what's that? That the gold medallion. Do you remember? Because um, what's his what's his name? The the guy, the white guy who's friends with Jet Li. Uh, he oh, wasn't he learns that kung fu? Something was it the gold medallion? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's the name of the movie. Oh. Who's to say? I don't care. It's been so long since we watched it. Yeah. You know, we did it on this podcast eons ago, it feels <laughs> like. Um, but yeah, we we do know that. And to be fair, that scene is great. When he kicks Jordan's ass, it's Yeah, awesome. it is. It's that very, is it's highly satisfying. I like what they kept in from the previous movie, too. I like that mm-hmm. they had, like, this weird choreographed dance scene at the prom. Yes. And they try to explain it a bit more this time. Because, yes. like, in the first movie, this, like, highly choreographed dance happens to Funk's mm-hmm. old brother. And you're like, does everyone know 
this? Is this a thing? And it's just so random and weird. I love that they kept that in. I love mm-hmm. that they kept in the line where he goes, am I a fucking bet? Yes. Oh, yes. Perfect. Perfect. So glad. Absolutely. Yes. All the callbacks in this. When, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Scooby-Doo. Uh, Matthew Lillard. His... Matthew Lillard. When Matthew Lillard comes back in this and he's the principal. And he does his little, gold. he does the exact same dance at the yes. end. Yes. Made my heart so full. So happy. So, so happy by the callbacks to this. They didn't try and make it a true copy, but it was just so perfect uh-uh. in what it did throw back to. It was incredible that, um, you know, originally Cook was the mum, and she's like, at the end, she's listening to that song, uh, and yeah. she's like, why do I know this song? And it's like, ah, we we know why you know this song. Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. Do you, do you think there was an issue with them getting Freddie Prince Jr. back? Do you think there was like... I don't Freddie's like <laughs> acting anymore, even though I think he's just like guys. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's I've just realized as well. What's super weird is that Matthew Lillard in the original She's All That, as with Freddie Prince Jr., both of them Scooby Doo as well. Scooby Doo, yeah. Mm-hmm. They their their careers have really tracked really quite nicely alongside <laughs> each other. Which is which is quite beautiful if you think about it. They're they're, they're each other's. I'm good loving over. like I feel like there's a Matthew Lillard Renaissance happening right yes. now, and he's popping up all over the place. And I'm I couldn't be more thrilled about it. Like no. uh, he's apparently by all accounts just a really lovely man. Yes. So I'm I'm happy for him. I love him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was he was great in this as well. That little bit, like the fact yeah. that you know those little comments he was making about Jordan and be like, oh, I would just love to slap him. I wouldn't though because he's a student, so not on campus. Great. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, in comparison, like, what do you think of this one against She's All That? Like, how do you feel about, like, these two movies? Like, which one did you prefer? Like, which one, like, yeah. Tell me what your thoughts are. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I mean, I think the problem with She's All That was very much that, like, well, the cool thing originally mm-hmm. about She's All That is that they kind of changed each other a bit. Like, mm-hmm. he was encouraging her to come out of her shell, and she was encouraging him to be, like, a little bit more open and honest about mm-hmm. who he was, and it was about, like, making decisions and stuff, mm-hmm. which was cool. Like, it wasn't, it didn't feel like she completely changed herself for him. She just, like, got a bit more confident. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that was also something that carried over into this movie, right? Like, yeah. nobody changed for anybody else. Um, if anything, they just sort of encouraged each other to be yeah. like better versions of themselves, which I liked. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. It was really, really. I cool. did find it a little weak <laughs> that like Paget's character arc was like, or like what's his name, Cameron. He was just like, oh, you wear too much makeup. You're too obsessed with trying to make yourself look beautiful, <laughs> and you're already beautiful. And it's like that's it. <laughs> like that's her arc. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 going back to this whole thing, the whole influencer thing is bad or fake or, you yeah. know, yes, look, those beauty standards do suck and there are a lot of problems yeah. behind it and we, we're not sort of dimin- diminishing that or anything, but it is still a viable career. Like, yeah. people are making a good living off of this for a reason and it's the whole idea that it's fake and not a real job and it's a very sort of yeah. boomer sort of mentality towards this new job creation 
And I think it would have been cool if Paget had been like, um, no, this is actually some like decent money that I made in. I was able to pay our fucking car bill yeah. of three grand because of the money I got yeah. from this. So you know what, Cameron and your judges. I think it could have been like even as case of like what a lot of influencers do and what a lot of celebrities do is there's a separation, mm-hmm. right? Like you have your brand that's to, like your presence online mm-hmm. and that's like very much that. And then you like go and live your own like separate fucking life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And be your <laughs> your own self. <laughs> Yeah, and that would have been a cool sort of dichotomy. And I mean, towards the end, I guess, like, you know, the whole message is like she becomes a lot more, you know, quote unquote real and she's a travel yeah. influencer. Yeah, she's of, like, still, she's influencer. just working with different sponsors. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was glad that like it wasn't like at the end she just like gave up Instagram uh-huh. and gave up being an influencer altogether. Like exactly. she was just like, oh, I'll rebrand, I'll go in a different direction, which I thought was cool, actually. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. And yeah, I think Cameron's journey as well is really cool. Like he he becomes like a lot softer and everything. And that oh, there's that speech that his sister gives him about sort of, you know, changing since oh, mom died. And it was just like, this is yeah. actually very, very cute. Like, I love that bit. Yeah. You know? It was it was really I think it had like a lot more emotional depth than in She's All That when the dad comes down and is like, Well, you know, you've had to be an adult and you've missed out on a lot of kid stuff. Also cute, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Loved it was it. Very, very cute. cute. But I thought I thought they did a really good job of like pulling on your heartstrings more with the second one. Like, yeah. That was a really definitely. cute story. Yeah, yeah. I also love the nineties trope of I'm not you, Dad. I can't <laughs> make your choices. It's it's, it made me so happy because the dad's no, dad, just there. I'm giving up on your dream. Yeah, exactly. And the dad's just there like, what the fuck? I did not ask you to go to Dartmouth. At no point was he like, the dad was like, It was yeah, my you favorite scene where the dad's like, so I just want you to choose a college. Like, I truly yeah. don't care which one. <laughs> It was so good because you would think like you would, like it was building up to this whole thing where the dad was yeah. just gonna be like yeah Dartmouth or death and the dad's just like yo a bunch of these have lapsed like you're fucking it up dude yeah like and, just and, just make a just decision choose. yeah yeah the dad is nothing but supportive and it's so <laughs> funny it's great <laughs> oh goodness me so what is your golden nugget for this one then my golden nugget for this. Um, you know, what I enjoyed, especially, I thought Cameron was in general a very cool character. He was much cooler Mm. than Padgett, like, let's be honest. Yeah. (laughs) He was just, like, a lovely, genuine person. And what I like is that he doesn't start off, like, by calling her superficial or vain or anything. Um, he's very much just like, I don't understand why... Mm -hmm. you're doing this i don't understand why you've got to take pictures all the time like it just seems like a lot which i Mm -hmm. liked i think you know it's a very small distinction but i i thought it was cool like it wasn't starting from a place of like oh you're so vain and vapid Mm -hmm. and stupid like he always sees her inherent value as a human being he just doesn't understand like her obsession with social media which i thought was cool yeah yeah it was nice like he wasn't like oh you're a big faker you're a phony and that kind of thing like he he, he's not like all about the poser kind of thing he and like he genuinely genuinely like had yeah. a good reason to hate a lot of these people because they were so mean to him i mean jordan is a They're asshole actual yeah like bullies. they were awful to him so yeah yeah for me the golden nugget for me was that alden is like a proper evil character mm. whereas you know in she's all that like paul, paul walker yeah paul walker's character is kind of just like an asshole um and he just like tries to hit on her and like tries to have sex oh not like every teenage boy on the planet. You're all disgusting. You're all monsters. You know, in this one, Alden is genuinely an evil human yeah, being. Yeah, she's like, not there nice. There is actual genuine conflict because she's awful. And Quinn is just like, 
yeah, I'm totally on your side. I love you. Yeah, uh, I really like that. And Alden sucks. That was really cool. Like, the friendships and enemy dynamic in this, I think, were a lot cleaner and a lot tighter. Definitely. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, would you watch it again? You know what? Sure. It was pretty fun. It was pretty cute. It was mm-hmm. pretty inoffensive. Like, if you want a fun teen mm-hmm. rom-com, you could do much worse than this. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. I think it is just really really fun from start to finish and i think even if you sort of shotgun these two movies if you watch she's all that and then he's all that it's just really fun like it's a great way it's to an spend enjoyable an experience yeah absolutely and it really shows you sort of time progression in movies and i think that's 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 quite nice as well sort of how we how we frame our movies through time and i think these, yeah. these two movies are really good at ex- exhibitions of that yeah yeah absolutely well thank you i really appreciated this rom-com uh, callback to the she's all that into the he's all that into the Me too. into the sequel in 10 years time they're all that <laughs> honestly you're probably not far I, off. I, 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 I would willingly stake my life on it that in 10 years time we'll get a they're all that promise you it's gonna happen <laughs> or a very specific pronoun you know yeah. they them is like kind of old news it can mm-hmm. be zzier yeah yeah we'll, we'll see but it, it, it's definitely gonna be a fun non Z's all that. that it'll be a fun non-binary one that's for sure yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm down. I'm, down. Yes. I'm ready. I think I I I think I think the world's ready yes, now. Actually, absolutely. couldn't agree with you more. Uh, but speaking of things that we aren't ready for, talk to me about Good on Paper. This I'm I'm excited to see your yes. plot for this because this film, wow. <laughs> I'm very interested to hear what you think about it because you seem to have a lot of opinions. Th- yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Andrea is a stand-up comedian who is in her mid-30s, and she realized, like, being on the road all the time and, like, trying to, like, get her career off the ground left her kind of a little lonely. She has been unlucky in love. Uh, She's trying to break into acting, and it just sucks. (laughs) Until she meets Dennis, played by Ryan Hansen. Dennis introduces himself as a Harvard graduate who is now a hedge fund Um, manager. And the two of them immediately hit it off. They have a lot of fun. Uh, It's Yale, I'll have you know. Not not Harvard. He's a Yale man. You said Sorry, what did I say? He's a Yale man. Uh, Aren't they the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you, (laughs) Samir? Thousands of white men are going to descend on the podcast. Angry Bulldogs. <laughs> so uh, Dennis, Dennis and her spend a lot of time hanging out along with her friend Margot, played by Margaret Cho. And Andrea likes Dennis, but she's like, oh, I'm not super attracted to him. Like, he's a bit of an odd duck. He's definitely a functional alcoholic, maybe not that functional. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, the two of them start going out. And that's where stuff starts getting weird. For example, Andrea's never been to the house that he supposedly owns. So uh, whenever she tries to go, he makes up excuses because, you know, according to him, his mom has brain cancer and she's very sick. So that's difficult. Uh, she takes him on a vacation mm. where they hang out with her cousin who did go to Yale and he does not get any of the references. It also becomes he throws out his back so he can't play golf, even though he insists that all he did in his time at Yale was play golf. Um, these small things keep adding up until the truth comes out. They talk to his other roommates who he said he was just giving them a financial leg up, but turns out he hasn't paid his rent in months. He's an assistant manager at a bank. He is not a hedge fund manager. He certainly did not go to Yale um, and he has been lying about everything. Andrea is freaking out because she feels, you know, <laughs> tricked and manipulated and upset and her friend's like well let's get him really drunk Mm -hmm. and then you can interrogate him and confront him uh the friend margaret gets him drunk 
sorry, Margo, <laughs> Margaret Cho, uh, gets him really drunk and he passes out in an alleyway <laughs> while they're trying to drag him back into the building. They um, catch his <laughs> love handle in a door and a bit of skin comes off. They try to cauterize it because they're idiots. Oh, and then because he keeps sliding sorry. off the chair they've put him on, they just tie him loosely oh, to so the good. chair. Um, but eventually he wakes up, she confronts him. It turns out that he is just an angry, angry, small, insecure man. Um, and she's like, listen, I want nothing to do with you. Uh, and then he presses charges for assault and kidnapping, <laughs> which is valid. Uh, Andrea goes ahead with the trial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, all that she gets hit with is a restraining order. And she's like, sick, great. Uh, I never want to speak to him again. Uh, her acting career is starting to take off. She buys a whole ass billboard with his face and name on it, saying that he's a cheater and a scumbag and a liar. Uh, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. What's your cliffhanger? Uh, my cliffhanger is this one. I think one of the weirdest conflicting feelings you can have is the feeling of wanting to be wrong. Because that goes against everything that's in our nature as humans. You want to be right. You want to prove to yourself that your survival instincts are correct. Right? Like your whole life you're taught stay away from certain kinds of guys. You're taught trust your intuition. And then it gets you nowhere and you're like single at like in your mid-30s and you're like well maybe everything I've been doing is wrong. I should go the other way. Maybe I should give this motorcycle gang member a chance. Maybe I could be a stepmom to his three kids. Maybe I've been too short-sighted. Is a homemade skateboard? Great. We'll put on our vans. We'll get your mom to drop us at the mall. Maybe I was wrong. The answer is you weren't. All of these things are instincts that you've developed to keep you safe. So just hold out a little longer because you're not wrong. Chad, I'm very interested to hear what you think about this movie because you sounded very emotional. Dude, like, okay, so... I, I think this name is kind of perfect because it is good on paper. Like if you if you were to tell yeah. a friend about this movie, like it sounds great. But honestly, like for me, the pacing was all over the place. A lot of it was just like quite irrelevant. You know, the character arcs weren't great. I also just hate liars. Like they just get under my skin and it like it just drives me yeah. crazy with like the miscommunication kind of thing. You know, and like, yes, I understand like you want to believe the best in people and that's kind of a beautiful thing in itself. But yeah. like Movies like this and, like, misunderstanding comedies, just, like, mm, they just, they make me feel itchy. Stress you out. Yeah, they stress, stress you me out. out. They stress me out properly. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hesitate, or I, I want to be very careful in criticizing part of this movie, because I don't want to be a victim blamer. Like, I no, think no. any of us can be manipulated. It's really Absolutely. easy to be manipulated. Uh, no matter how, like, smart or suspicious or careful you are, like, someone will know the exact buttons in your brain to push to manipulate you. Yes. So yes. I don't want to, like, get victim blamey about this, mm -hmm. but I think sort of the way that stuff is laid out, you're yeah. kind of like, wait, <laughs> you're in a serious relationship with this guy and you've never been to his house? Yeah, exactly. And, like, what is the... Like, yeah, like... Also, every guy I've started dating, and I'm sure you've done this too, Chad, I've Googled them. Oh, without a question. Doug. Without exception. Within a month of me dating whoever, I've been on their TikTok, I've been on their LinkedIn, I've Googled them. Oh, yeah. Like, you do these things because they're available. Like, it's crazy not to. It's It would be, it's yeah. actually in a modern day, it's crazier not to do these things. Yeah, and surely, you know, ugh, he'd have some sort of social media presence and like other, I don't yes. know. 
I don't know. But yes, it, I think they also do a good job of establishing that she is at a very like insecure time in her life and she mm-hmm. is quite lonely. Um, and she likes that he's nice to her and he keeps odd hours with her and like he's easy mm-hmm. to get along with, which I think is totally fair enough. I have to admit also, I have a really soft spot for Eliza Schlesinger. I really enjoy her stand-up she's comedy. Brilliant. Her podcast is she's super so fun. Funny. I She's cuck funny. She's so funny and so astute. She's so good. So I think... Like, part of my heart really just wants to give this movie, like, a whole thumbs up because I just want to support her career. Look, she's not the problem in this. I think she's absolutely brilliant. What was jarring for me is she is such a strong woman. Like, it's just, it's slightly unbelievable that this would happen to her. And yes, I completely agree with what you were saying. She's in a very dark place. She's just very nice. But... Yeah. She isn't interested in him and she starts dating him just for the hell of it. Yeah. But she's such a strong person and such a strong personality that I do not believe for a second that as soon as things went weird, she just didn't like call the brakes and was just like, no, not yeah. You know, like it, it's just very hard for me to believe that that's not this kind of woman. And like that scene where he brings out the penis ring oh uh, for her to wear as like a promise, like... She is too strong as a person to be like, that's a penis. I'm not putting that on my hand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think like (laughs) when you're in that situation and a guy's so sincere and he's like, this is a promise Mm -hmm. because I want to be with you one day. And he whips out that like, you can't, you can't. (laughs) Like in that moment, you just be like, oh, cool. And you're like thinking like, I'll deal with this later. Okay, okay, to be fair, and I, pre- I appreciate you bringing this to my attention, because obviously, you know, we're coming from two very different sides of the spectrum. Uh, as a guy, I don't really have to deal with this kind of issue, where you as a woman do. Recall when I had to explain to you that no woman yes. ever wants heart-shaped fair. jewelry? Okay, yes, absolutely. Thank you, yes. And that's great, and this is why this podcast is so important, is because we're teaching, <laughs> we're learning, you know, we're growing as people. Um, so no, yeah, maybe you have a good po- point. Even, even the most strong and sort of forthright women would still be like, okay, I'll I'll bank this for later. This this will be a thing, which makes me very scared in myself. Because what is Georgette hiding from me? <laughs> what is Georgette going? I'll deal with this later. This has made me very worried now. To be fair, that ring was very much clearly given as like a super big manipulation tactic to get her to stop asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I would suspect that if you yeah. were going to buy a girl a ring or a piece of jewelry as like a promise or something, which already like yuck. Mm-hmm. But I would assume that you'd do your research, you'd look at, like, the jewelry that she already has and what, like, kind Mm -hmm. of style she generally likes, and you would go from there, and you wouldn't Mm -hmm. pick out Mm -hmm. the most hideous ring on the planet. (laughs) Look, I can promise you this now, Simone, uh, when it comes to jewelry in the future and any sort of gifts or, like, any big move that I make in the future in my relationship... I will be coming to you first to check because I know that I will 100% get an honest answer from you uh, and then I'll stop buying heart-shaped jewellery, uh, which, which I think buy is a win. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to stop? Have you been stockpiling? <laughs> That's what I do. I, I buy gifts years <laughs> in advance. It just saves money. I, I You know. You see a good see deal, something. you have to pounce on it now. I have to get it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the gifts will come. Look, holidays and stuff happen once a year. You know, deals, you know, they, they strike whenever they're yeah. ready. So I've got a, yeah. I've got a stockpile of, of heart-shaped jewelry <laughs> that now I have to get rid of. Something I did enjoy in this movie was I really yes. enjoyed the performance of Ryan Hansen, who played Dennis. 
Um, okay, yes. I thought he did a really good job of playing this guy who was very unassuming, but the whole time you're like, this dude's fucking shady. Yes, Like, yes. you don't know. And then the moment, like, you know, she starts questioning things and she starts, like, pushing back, like, the way that he just sociopathically just switches up and he's Mm -hmm. like you know what you're so right i'm so sorry and then even like when she finally like she's backed him into a corner figuratively and literally yes and she's like no i know you've been lying why like what have you done and the way he just like completely switches and he's like um suddenly like you know you girls think that you come can come to la and you're just owed everything for sure like insane and even in the courtroom scene where she's testifying against him and the way he reacts off the stuff that she says is chilling yeah yeah it's so good he does he does a superb job like his acting in this throughout is is insane it's so so good yeah you're absolutely right and i think that's what like makes it incredibly the more creepy is because it's so believable. Mm. Like he just he just does it so well that you're just like, wow, this guy could actually be yeah. a proper psychopath. Yeah. Again, it is so easy to be manipulated. Yeah. Like it's you so easy. This is why you date people for a very yes. long time be- before you commit to them. This is my personal <laughs> thing. You date people for a very long time before you commit to them, so that you see them in all situations. Mm-hmm. In all instances, you see exactly what kind of person they are. People can only wear a mask for, like, so long before Mm -hmm. it slips, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, I think when you move in together, it's a good indication of what kind of person they're going to be. Oh, um, man. And what kind of life you're going to have with them. I think that is the point where I I, I think there's, like, a couple milestones. I think it's when you move in together, that's a really good indication. When you go on holiday together... That's a very good indication. Mm-hmm. And when some minor... When does... one of you gets sick. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't think about that one. That's a really nice one. Um, you want to see what they're like when they're sick. Yeah. And you want to see what they're like when you're sick. You're sick. Yeah, that's a good point. And the other one I was thinking of is, is minor disaster situations, like a flat tire, how they react in that mm. situation. Uh, because that that can be quite detrimental because they could be like yeah. really aggy and, and shitty about it and, you know, yeah. ruins the day. Uh, so you just need to be prepared for these kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the fact that she, like, he, like, you can always tell that a sociopath is a sociopath because they want to move in and, and move way too quickly with these kind of things Oof, and be like, super, super quick. Yeah. Promise ring, get you locked down without actually making any real commitment. Yeah. Then you just like, oh, there it is. There's that red flag. Hmm. There it is. Big yeah. waving, waving w- strongly in the wind. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. 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 But yeah, I, I didn't hate this movie but i think you're Mm. right i think there is some element here that's like missing or the pacing's weird or something like you get to the end and you're like what Mm." Mm. yeah something something is off (laughs) something's missing and to be fair eliza schlesinger wrote this i don't think she has a ton of experience screenwriting right so as far as first attempts go this is pretty solid it's a decent film in that respect then you know, it's not hard. It's not easy to write. You know, it's, it's fucking it's, hard it's writing. It's very a movie. difficult to to write and to write a clean movie. It's 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 very hard. I think the issue with this is like the second act just feels like it doesn't exist. Falls it's apart. Very, yeah, it's it's very weird in this. Like you've got a really good foundational first act and then a really solid yeah. third act. It's just that middly bit. And and look, that's the hardest bit in an arc. It's that. It's that mountain yeah. that you've got to climb that's yeah. that's really tough in writing. So you know what? You know, strong on her. She did a pretty decent job. And I'm I'm yeah. 
look, overall, I would give this movie a, a decent passable grade. It's just, yeah, it just falls apart in the middle. And it, like, because I'm already agitated because this guy is such a fucking creep. Oh and like, you're just... You know, he yeah. wore fake teeth. Um, The teeth that he has in the movie are like fake. Oh, just really? to like give him like a little bit of a weird, more awkward That's smile great. And stuff. Yeah. That works. That really works so well. It does it work. It makes him look very creepy. I must say, I was looking at his teeth and I was like, ooh. This is this is weird. Um and it's also like it gives him that exact level of attractiveness where you get it. You're like, yeah, I wouldn't be attracted to him mm-hmm. at first too, but I guess like if we got really close and we were good friends, mm-hmm. then I could I could see past it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it must be very difficult for her as well because she's like I think that was the point in the movie that like that, that it tries to make like especially with that scene where they're like at the pool party. Um, you know, she's yeah. surrounded by models all the time. Yeah. Uh, so it's very and hard. And he's this dad bod. Yeah, he's got this crazy but yeah like honestly i think everyone in this movie does an incredible job like there's not one bad actress i love Mar- uh, margot i think she is spectacular as a character uh, she's so she's much so fun you know the whole kidnapping scene where she's like just leading it is is that was maybe one of my favorite scenes of all time <laughs> just like some women dream of their wedding day <laughs> You know, and it's so good. Like, and like their friendship as well is really beautiful. Like, you know, they they yeah. sort of have that. Their dialogue yeah, is fantastic. They have that big bit of a fight, and then they immediately like heal and come together. And there's no like real conflict there because they're just such good friends. And it's just yeah. like that's kind of what you want. And that was really realistic, and I appreciated that. I thought that was yeah. very cool. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to add before we move on? Last thing I wanted to check in with you, legal wise, mm-hmm. what did you think about? I mean, the trial was pretty farcical. Like she gets to make a monologue, and there's a whole jury there. Like I don't think yeah. that they have a jury for minor cases like that. Well, kidnapping is. I suppose always... it's assault and kidnapping, yeah. so that's not minor. Kid- kidnapping is never minor, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, in this PC yeah, no, what liberal am I world, Sorry. These, these fucking snowflakes where ki- kidnapping is a major. Oh, offense. someone took you somewhere you didn't want to be for an hour. Uh, Uh, (laughs) maybe go see a star wars film and we'll all know how that feels (laughs) um (laughs) but no uh so yeah like legally speaking it is it's a tough one because essentially it's it's a case of false imprisonment yeah uh because yeah and the issue with false imprisonment cases is that you have to believe that you can't get away yeah and so even though he could get away because like she even says, you know, like, oh, you, yeah. uh, you, you could have untied yourself at any time. I think by saying that it makes it realize that she, he didn't know he could yeah. get away at any time. Uh. I mean, the assault is the assault. Like it's pretty fucking proven. But I think the issue with the kidnapping thing is that like, yeah, he didn't really know that he could get away so it is technically kidnapping and the lawyer the for her her lawyer wasn't amazing because he just sort of lets her monologue about what a dick dennis is but like she could also say like listen he passed out drunk in the alley a known alcoholic we brought him inside the bar and put him on a chair he was falling off Mm. the chair so we secured him like there's there was a way she could have done it and she just didn't bother and the lawyer also didn't bother no no she might as well have not been represented because that lawyer was absolutely terrible like if it was if it was me i would have just ripped his character to shreds i would have had oh. his roommates on the stand and just yes like, liar 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 look at him he's an absolute liar look again not good that is not good lawyering that's not honest and moral lawyering and for our, is all there of our such future a thing attorneys, 
How dare you? Simone, don't do that. Don't join the crew of those fucking old lawyers are scumping. All right. Don't do that. <laughs> all right. It is not our fault that our clients make us scumbags. All right. It is them. It is not us. All right. It's the not system. us. It's the system. Um. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, she might as well not have a lawyer because I like, yeah, it's very bad. Obviously, you know, he is technically the victim in this situation. He was assaulted. That is very true. He was kidnapped and everything. But yeah, if I was, I would, if I was her lawyer, like I would have just called his character into shit and just like made oh, him seem it, like a liar. It's super Especially easy to. Yeah. Like no yeah. one likes him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you know, and you've got this f- fucking great comedian woman on the stand as well, like, and the, and the crowd love her, like, straight away, like, the jury are all about her. When so, she's, like, yeah. try being under him, I could not. Like, great, absolutely fucking fantastic. She's, she, you know what, he should go to prison. That would have been my, my uh, vote as a jury member. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, I completely agree with you, like, her lawyer was shit. It really yeah. upset me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a better lawyer, guys. Um, <laughs> but that's that's me that's me for this movie good good all right so what's your what's your golden nugget for this one then yeah i'm definitely gonna stick with um our our man's performance there ryan hansen he he knocked it out okay. of the park i think he played exactly the role he needed to play and it was so good yeah exactly like he does give almost an oscar-winning performance for this role without a question yeah, yeah it's perfect along the same lines for me it's it's uh the, the lady who plays Ma- uh, margo I think she's fantastic. She kind of Margaret Cho. Yeah, yeah. She she ties this movie together. I think she's great in this throughout, and uh, I love her as a character. Yeah, she brings a lot of energy to the movie. Yeah, and I think she's a great character, and I I would love to see her in more stuff. She's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. So would you watch it again? Would you recommend it? You know, it's pretty fun. I think if this sounds like your kind of movie, if you're a fan of Eliza Schlesinger, mm. like she does get a lot of her comedy in there, so I'd recommend it if that's like your vibe mm-hmm. or else also just watch any of her stand-up comedy specials. I think Elder Millennial is still her funniest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I I personally I wouldn't recommend this movie, but that's just because of like how I feel about these kind of movies. Like they just make me itch. Yeah. Uh so yeah. so yeah, I just I I wouldn't re- no, recommend it. The whole this. time you're like yelling at the screen, you're like this is so fishy. Exactly, exactly. Like, to be fair, this is one of the better misunderstanding movies, I would say. Definitely, it's yeah. right up there at, like, the top. But, so, if you enjoy this these kind of movies, definitely watch it. If you don't, yeah. just, yeah, step away. Step away. Step away. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Well, there you go. There we go, Simone. We've survived another tumultuous relationship. We've come out the <laughs> other side better our glow up is insane. Our diaries are full. Look at us. And uh, oh we're gosh. happy. We're happy and thriving. Hashtag mm-hmm. too blessed to be stressed. So what is your gratitude for this week, Simone? Uh, my gratitude for this week is... Oh, friends. Mm-hmm. I um went wedding dress shopping with one of my good friends this weekend. Aww. For her wedding dress, not for me. Yeah, what a, what a way to announce it, Simone. <laughs> no, no, I went wedding dress shopping with her. And I'm just like, I'm just so happy. I love mm-hmm. seeing my friends being happy. And mm-hmm. you're going to be coming down to visit oh, I'm so fucking uh, excited. in March, which I'm super, super excited about. So yeah, I'm just, I'm so lucky. I have such lovely people. Oh, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm so, honestly, I'm so, so excited. Like I've booked my tickets to South Africa now for March. We're going to have the best time together. It's been literally yes, yes, six yes. years since we've seen each other. So in person. So yep. it will be just amazing to just hang out again. I'm really, really excited. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really excited. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
Yay. For me this week, it is my knives, which we spoke about before the podcast. So <laughs> I bought some very nice uh, chef's knives this this week. I decided to just like bite the bullet and get like invest in some decent, decent knives. And honestly, I've been raving about them. Literally, I've been dying to speak to anyone about my knives. <laughs> I am so unbelievably happy about my knives. It's ridiculous. And I feel quite silly at times. But then I'm also just like, I look at them and I'm just like, God, these are nice knives. So, so yeah, I'm just really grateful that I'm in a position where I can buy something as really dumb and nerdy as really good knives. Like that yeah. makes me very happy in myself. Look at him. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you, there you have it. The Damascus steel, if that means anything to anyone. Oh, I know. excuse me. I know. We're 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 really living the high life here with my <laughs> knives. <laughs> so, Simone, what are we doing next week? Wink. Oh no! See, I'm so <laughs> nervous about announcing this. You've got me. Ah, okay. Do you want to do you want to do it together? Do you want to do it like one word at a time? No. <laughs> Confusing at best. <laughs> so everybody, this will be the last episode of Fresh Tomatoes, <gasps> the movie podcast. Yes. Yes, it will. Yes, we're ending an era. Yeah. So as you guys know, when we started the podcast, we said we would stop doing it the moment it stopped being fun. And I think mm -hmm. we're both at a point in our lives where like this exact format of podcast just isn't working for us anymore. We want to try new stuff, but we don't have time to try new yeah. stuff as well as this podcast. So we are discontinuing it. But that doesn't mean that we're going to stop podcasting altogether. We've got some really exciting ideas yes. in the pipeline that we'll be working on in the next couple of months. And we're hoping to launch something really different and really exciting later this mm -hmm. year. Yes. So uh, obviously follow us on all the social medias that I'll announce at the end. Or you can click on our links in the description below just to keep an eye out and ear out for what we're doing. But yes. that being said, we have loved every minute of doing this podcast it has been the most fun all of our listeners have been so cool and rad and we've had like the best conversations mm -hmm. yeah yeah this has been a very difficult <laughs> emotional decision yes yeah it's honestly this has been something that's been in the in the sort of discussions for a very long time we've been speaking about it for quite a while not because we don't enjoy doing this necessarily we love podcasting and we love producing this kind of thing um and we love hanging out i mean simone and i have been friends yeah. for years like yeah how almost 10 what? years now oh my god it's almost it'll 10 be 10 years, years this year ah oh, it'll be 10 years this year how well, gross is that us. i mean i'm happy about this that's great yeah. we've been friends for this is probably like the longest friendship i've ever had which is amazing um, but how how quickly time goes um, but yeah like honestly it's it's been such a pleasure like from from the inception of this podcast where Simone came to me and was like hey I've got an idea and we did this thing and yeah we've grown we've changed the format we've tried new things and like it's been a joy and we've we've joined a network we've met so many people that we wouldn't mm -hmm. have met had it not been for this podcast um and and it's been such an amazing journey and we're not ending it we're just changing it so yeah. you know we've we've decided to go on a completely different format it's no longer going to be a review format it's going to be something completely different but definitely within our wheelhouses 
Wheel How's I. And um, something that we just, we, we want to progress, you know, we've been doing this for, what, three, three yeah, and a half years? Quite a while. And we just want to try something different, you know. We're not, we're not finishing our podcast journey, we're just you know, going on a different track and, yeah. you know, it's, it's been exciting and it will continue to be exciting. And honestly, we cannot thank you enough for your support. You guys have made this such an incredibly uh, thing to do every week. And, and, you know, we, we've always said we do this for us, Yeah. but we, 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 we've loved being on this journey with you and I cannot, cannot be happy. And I, I cannot thank you enough, Simone, no, for, for coming up with this idea. You've been, you've been absolutely incredible the whole journey. And I, I cannot thank you enough for being such an amazing co-host. Like I genuinely, genuinely would not have been able to do this without you. Like doing this yeah. by myself or doing this with literally anyone would else. Would have been impossible. Nah. No. No, I feel exactly it. the no. same way. I think, um, yeah, we, it's like we were meant to be podcasting co-hosts, and I'm really excited exactly. for for what's to come. I think both yeah. of us have also done a lot of growing up while we yes. did this podcast. We started it in 2018 when it was still It's Not That Bad, and a lot has changed since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My lot. God, so much has changed. <laughs> so My I'm really God. excited for the next step in the journey. I'm excited for us to keep growing up together while podcasting and i hope that what we put out next will still be exciting and interesting for you guys that's cool if not mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i don't know i just feel very emotional about this i i think yeah. we are we wanted to stop the podcast before it stopped being super fun for us as well like we were both mm-hmm. we both still love doing it every week but we we're both hitting a point mm-hmm. where it didn't feel sustainable for us anymore. Yeah. It's just a time thing, really. Like, it's 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 a time yeah. thing because, you know, you think about it and, and you know, to, to sort of lift the veil of, of podcasting, like, yeah. for those of you who don't podcast, like, it's not just, you know, you sit down and you record for an hour and a half every Sunday or whatever. Yeah. It's, you have to watch the movies. You look at the synopsis. You think about it. You have to do the social media. You have to record. You have to edit. You have to organize yeah. things, especially if you have guests on. Like, there's a lot more work to it and so that does take up a lot of your time um and not saying that's a bad thing and a lot of time that we want to spend growing Mm. and progressing in other ways so we have found a way to sort of combine the stuff that we want to get better at and want to grow at into hopefully what will be a really exciting new venture for us exactly exactly and like please don't get me wrong this is absolutely a labor of love like i wouldn't do it if we didn't love oh, it oh what a pleasure yeah, but but i do think you're absolutely right this is a growth point for us we're just we're we're, we're taking the next step in our growth yeah. you know and and it's exciting it's going to be really really exciting and honestly you know if if anyone wants to continue what we do here go for it <laughs> no one's stopping you, know, you take our mantle take some bad movies no, no, and we certainly won't. We yeah. would actively encourage it. We love bad movies, and we, we, we hope that you guys, you know, despite not having us every week, we hope that our listeners and anyone else who likes bad movies continues to yeah. watch them, because honestly, bad movies have such a beautiful yeah. place in our world. It's the fact that despite how many good movies there are, there are still people who are willing to watch bad movies, and that speaks to the human spirit of optimism yeah. and happiness and continuation of different tastes and and it's beautiful it's what makes us human and uh yeah yeah i'm I'm happy to have been on this journey with you yeah it's been good fun thanks for all the fish and excited for more absolutely and i don't think there's anything more that we can say on that except for we love you and there's nothing nothing you can do about it we love you and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it and so for the last time goodbye